You are about to embark upon a fascinating adventure into well-being, a journey which will leave you with a lifetime method for gaining unequaled health of body and mind and the sense of a new life. The host does not necessarily agree with the opinions and beliefs expressed in the following text. Any and or all statements regarding truth, reality, God, etc. should be viewed as narrative contrived by the artist for entertainment purposes only. The host hereby disavows his own personal responsibility for any paranormal activity related to the listening of this episode. The listener listens at his own risk and will hopefully have a safe yet fun and expansive trip. The characters in this episode are very real and reside inside a space-time continuum known as the host's head. The host solemnly guarantees that you will love them in addition to assurance that the preceding statement was a lie. Oh, and by the way, you're in for some weird shit. So the election happened. Wasn't that uh, interesting, everybody? Count the votes, stop the votes, start the votes, stop the votes. Whoever you voted for, good job, you voted. But I have a feeling not much is going to change. For better or for worse. I did go to the dentist today, and funny thing is, he says to me after the hygienist comes in, um, you know, you got really great enamel considering who birthed you, and you know, <laughs> I know him, or, see, <laughs> said something like that, I'm pretty, yeah, or no, no, it was, you got pretty good enamel. Uh, and, and, you know, I know who birthed you or <laughs> something along the lines of that. And I haven't been brushing my teeth with fluoride. Um, I also have well water. Um, I've been, I brush my teeth with uh, xylitol, which is a, sh um, a sugar alcohol. And what it does is it starves the bacteria in your mouth that causes cavities because the stuff it doesn't, um, it, you know, stays around in the mouth and coats everything. Oh, I just hit the fucking mic and, uh, coats everything. So the bacteria doesn't have to eat it. It doesn't have anything to eat. So it starves out. And since it's starving out and it's not eating what's stuck on your teeth, you're not getting cavities. He said, I didn't have no staining in between my teeth, which was kind of bizarre. The only thing I got to do is floss. He said, and I use those toothpickers. So maybe, maybe those aren't the best, but that's what I like to use. Um, I'm still doing the cold exposure. I am waiting for snow. When snow happens, you know, every time this year, there's always some sort of challenge. I'm going to start the snow angel challenge. How many snow angels, or simply, can you do a snow angel in just shoes, shorts, and gloves? That is my phone. I thought I shut it off. Um, so that's going to be fun. I hope it's Michigan. Last week was, um, 77 degrees. It was pretty, pretty warm. And some people don't think global warming's real. Can you believe that? I keep bumping this fucking mic. Shit. Um, I... There was a couple days where it was um, about 32 degrees out with the windshield. So I'd go out there in just shorts and meditate for 10 minutes. 
That's pretty nice. You know, you get a little chill. It was it was only really cold when that breeze come that made it 32 degrees. Strong breeze. Um, I'm not really hooting and hollering as much when I take a cold shower. I took a I took a regular warm shower today just because I wanted to make sure. I mean, obviously you're going to be cleaning and getting cleaned with the cold water, but I just wanted to make sure since I'm going to be going to the dentist, I don't really want to stink there. At work, I don't care. I'm wearing a shirt. I got fucking a jumper on. Hard for the stench to come out, I think. Hard to the, hard for the stench to come out, I think. I haven't been doing as many practices per se. I st- I'm I've been doing some of the Wim Hof breath work um on my way to work now. Um I've used to do it I and I was doing it. But here's a catch now. I don't do it as strong. I'm not doing it um I'm giving it 70% instead of 100. So by the time I get there, I can do one final round and do that 100%. I normally stop now if if you've done it, you know like or at least for me my face will either kind of get numb or just feel like it's tingling with energy or like my legs or whatever. So once I get to there, you know, I'll take maybe one or two more breaths and then I'll stop and, you know, um, exhale and then, you know, do what you do. I also do um, a, a little bit of my energy work there like i've said previously i haven't been doing it as often um i know you you know if you do it more the better you're gonna get at it i've been doing it off and on for months now so i think i'm have a good footing in it so here soon i'm gonna be learning how to do the lesser banishing ritual of the pentagram spooky right has the word pentagram what you do is you first do the Quabalit across, which I've talked about, and then from there on, you um, summon the four archangels, Gabriel, Michael, Uriel, and um, Raphael around you in the corresponding north, south, east, west. I can't think of where they go because, once again, I'm going to be learning this. Um, This is to... Banish bad energy by summoning the four badass archangels. What's so scary about that, fellas, ladies, gentlemen, creatures of the night, lot lizards? <laughs> um, where my lot lizards at? This from there on, after I do this for who knows a couple months, probably, I might learn the lesser invocation invoke invoking ritual of the pentagram where you invoke them and try to bless your inner plus the area with the energy of the four archangels spooky stuff right we're talking about angels not demons here angels holy holiness not no uh spooky darkness trying to come and get you I've been I've actually finished Sharon Salzberg's new book, Real Change: Mindfulness to Heal Ourselves and the World. And it's about uh um kindful I can never, I don't I think it's kindfulness 
meditation and um and yeah the other kind um mindfulness but loving kindness loving kindness and uh, mindfulness meditation so i want to read the first practice from the book maybe do it i've i've done all these so this week well not this week but <laughs> um for the next weeks i'm going to be reading each practice so if you want to do it cool so the first practice is uh, gathering our energy this classic meditation practice is designed to strengthen the force of connection if you consider how scattered how distracted how out the movement we may ordinarily be you can see the benefit of gathering our attention and our energy all of that energy could be available to us but usually isn't because we throw it away or throw it yeah throw it away into distraction we can gather all the attention and energy become integrated to have a center not only oh i'm just making this shit up it's not not it didn't say that it said to have a center to not be so fragmented and torn apart to be empowered jesus i can't read i told you people i'm semi-retarded in this system the breath we focus on is the normal flow of the in and the out breath we don't try to make the breath deeper or different we simply encourage it however it's appearing however it's changing to begin you sit comfortably and relaxed you don't have a special conscious as though you are about to do something special or weird just be at ease it happens oh it helps see what i mean can't read it helps if your back can be straight without being strained or arched you can close your eyes or not however you feel comfortable notice where the feeling of the breath is most predominant at the nostrils at the chest or at the abdomen i normally do the nose the nostrils see if you can feel just one breath from the beginning through the middle to the end if you're with the breath at the nostrils it may be tingling vibrating warmth coolness if you're at the abdomen it might be movement pressure stretching release you don't have to name these sensations but feel them just one breath and if images or sounds emotions sensations <laughs> arise but they're not strong enough to actually take you away from the feeling of the breath just let them flow on by if you don't follow after them you don't have to tr- attack them you're breathing let me read that again cuz i don't know if i read that right you don't have to follow after them you don't have to attack them you're breathing okay that was right <laughs> it's like seeing a friend in a crowd you don't have to shove everyone else aside or make them go away but your enthusiasm your interest is going toward your friend oh there's my friend there's that breath when something arises sensations emotions thoughts whatever it may be that's strong enough to make that's strong enough to take your attention away from the feeling of the breath or if you've fallen asleep or if you've got lost in some incredible fantasy see if you can get if you can let go of the distraction and breathe again be um bringing <laughs> your attention back to the breath if you have to let go and breathe again 
thousands of times, it's fine. That's a practice. You may notice the rhythm of your breath changing in the course of this meditation session. You can just follow. You can, oh Lord, I cannot read. You can just allow it to be however it is. Whatever arises, you can shepherd your attention back to the feeling of the breath. Remember that letting go of the distraction, the importance, the important word is gentle. We can gently let go. We can forgive ourselves for having wandered with great kindness to ourselves. We can begin again. When you feel ready, open your eyes. See if you can bring the awareness of your breath periodically into your day. So that was me reading poorly from the book. Like I said, I'm um, stupid. And I clearly was adding words and whatnot. <laughs> um, so here's my version of that. If that didn't make sense, because it probably didn't, because I can't read. So what you want to do is just relax and breathe. Just breathe. Don't. Most people think when you meditate, you have to take deep breaths. No, you're just letting yourself naturally breathe. You're not teaching yourself to breathe. You're just letting your body do what it needs to do. Letting your body accommodate, for lack of a better term, um, the amount of oxygen it needs. Um, if you need to relax more, it might just let let you breathe more. But as you breathe, you know, what it said, focus on the nose, the abdomen, the stomach, whatever. I like the nose. And anytime you find yourself wandering, just come back. And in fact, that's what this exercise is about. Is just coming back. Letting yourself wander, coming back. Letting yourself wander, coming back. Don't beat yourself up because you wander. That is, it's like lifting the weight. That's wandering. And then letting go. I'm not saying you want to forcefully wander. But it's going to happen. That That's that's the, the, the wandering, I guess, um... The, the letting go of the wandering, I guess, is the bicep coming up in the bicep curl. If that makes sense. I don't know. It might not. There is a guy I work with <laughs> named Talent. Yes, named Talent. White guy. I mean, I'm not trying to say anything. He's just white, okay? And... For someone named Talent, he got very upset with me when I started throwing shit at him because if your name's Talent, motherfucker, juggle. And he couldn't. He could not juggle. So I don't know what type of talent he has, but it's not one that's easily dis displayable. And um, yeah, I don't know. But also, I've really hooked up with uh, Porter. He's this older black gentleman. For some reason, I click well. Um, Meyer, I have my friend Gilbert, once again, older black man, gentleman, whatever. For some reason, I can connect well. I don't know if it's just because I'm an open person. I'm not racist. I don't fucking... <laughs> um, but I've only known him for like five weeks, maybe. And yesterday, you know, we were talking because on a case, we, we'll talk when we're together, but 
we're not always working with one another. We're not working across or working side by side. So we don't always get to have a good long conversation. And we're talking and he finds out I got a pacemaker and this, that, and the other. And he goes, man, you know, for some reason, I don't know what it is. I'm just so attached to you, man. I don't know why it's, it confuses me. I don't understand it. And I told him the, the idea of soul pods and that, um, all the certain groups of souls always find each other in their lifetime. It's kind of like the soulmate, but not like soulmate as in love soul pods as in like a strong knit. You're going to connect to these people and they might go, but you're going to, you're going to find them and they're going to teach you and they're going to help you. Um, and I told him that and he's like, Oh shit, you my soulmate. Is that what you're saying? And, and <laughs> in my mind, I'm like, yeah, my, <laughs> your soulmate's a 25 year old white kid. And then, but he's like telling me, you know, if you ever need somebody to go with you, let me know. I really just want to give you my number. I, I just want, I just want to be there for you if you ain't got nobody. And, it, and it's just so beautiful. Cause like I said, we've known each other for five weeks and I always have the thought in the idea of you want to approach people as if they're your best friend. Now, mind you, I don't have a fucking best friend. The best friend that I would consider, he's over next door all the time and he doesn't say hi to me. He doesn't text me back. His brother was in town. I wanted to see him and his brother. He never fucking texted me after I texted him. Hey, let's hang out. Whatever. So I don't really have that great of a close knit of friends. I have people I know. I have acquaintances here and there and everywhere. But back to this beautiful, beautiful time I had at work. And um, he's talking to me. We're just talking, you know, talking about friends and family. And he's talking about his daughter and dating a white boy. And he was totally against it when she was growing up. Didn't want him to date with no white boy. Whatever. And then he just found out that this white guy is treating her daughter well. And she even says, you know, um, he even says that she normally has a bunch of pieces of shit. And this guy um, took her back to her house at nine o'clock and gave her a hug because she didn't want to. Oh, Lord, because he didn't want to keep her out past nine because he knew she had kids and. She should be with them at night to lay them down. And right there, he's like, um, you know, I don't care anymore as long as she's happy and treats her right. That's all I care about is whoever it is. He's like, you know what? I like you. And then he's looking at me because normally I wear a hat and it's been so hot. I was wearing a hairnet and whatnot. He's like, oh, you got a lot of hair. Oh, you got, you got, what is that? Blonde hair? Gold hair? I'm an Aryan, okay? Dirty dirty blonde hair, blue eyes. But um he's like, Oh Oh Yeah, you got you got gold hair, man. You, you got blue eyes. You you look pretty good. He's like, Maybe I'll hook you up with my daughter, because you know I like you and, and he likes white and she likes white boys. You know, some some reason he's like <laughs> and I mean, and I told him, you know, I'm talking to people. Once again, 
just talking to people, not locked down. There's nothing wrong with talking to multiple people at once as long as, I mean, you tell that the, you don't ghost. I mean, I've been ghosted constantly. I get no, I was getting numbers left and right. New number once a week, week and a half later, ghosted. I don't know why. I'm not trying to like, may, maybe I need to be upfront like, where are we going to meet? But in this type of situation, not even in a pre-COVID world, I wasn't like that. Just because I know all the crazy trafficking that's going on. And so I try to let them decide if that makes sense. Whenever, like, I'm not trying to push the subject of meeting unless they kind of tell me in a way. And then, you know, COVID hit and yeah, it's hard to connect with masks on. He, it's it's crazy because he's telling me, you know, I thought it was weird. You just come up and start talking to me, just out of the blue, like like nothing not, nothing to it. <laughs> and in my mind, I'm like, well, what what am I gonna do? Just fucking ignore you? You know what I mean? Like if if I'm working with you or or if we talk, why would I? I don't know. I don't know. All I know is I'm glad I got a friend there. A good friend. And it was funny. He goes, man, I never see you eat either. I made some uh, chicken and smothered rice or something like that. You want some? I go, no, I actually did bring some snacks. And I did. I brought um, almonds, walnuts, and some dark chocolate. But unfortunately, my bag was open. And as I pulled it out, majority of it fell on the floor. And I'm not, I wouldn't eat off that floor. No. But see, look at that. He's such a nice guy. He's going to offer me some of his food. That's how much he likes me. And uh, once again, it's just so bizarre how when you, and it, and it made me think of other people that I work with, Gilbert, and not just, not the whole, because they're both black and whatnot, that, but just the weirdness of the clicking. And it made me think of Larissa in the bakery, Larissa's sweet treats, get at them. <laughs> you want to not have demonic bunnies coming around and having their 30 children prance around at night, chanting throughout your garden, summoning all sorts of bad juju to get into. Well, I mean, I guess, I, it's fucking winter. Nobody's growing fruit in Michigan, food in Michigan. But you get what I'm saying. Um, and then, of course, I got... Other people, you know, I like and whatnot. Um, back in Little Caesars, um, Chris, little little Chris, I should say, both him and I connected. Why? Because of uh, comic uh, comedians, not comics, but comedians. Him and I, he used to host the mics, open mics, and I would uh, attend often. And he would put me in the middle because it would pretty much be the same people. And I think I've talked about this before. The same people doing the same stuff. And I'd come here and just fucking do stupid shit. Wreak havoc. So I just want to say, I guess, I guess the moral of this episode is talk to the people at your work. Because who knows? You could be in a soul pod or... They could be your soulmate. Who knows? Maybe he is my soulmate. Maybe uh, 
us two hetero males. See, that's another thing we were talking about. Like, there's not really anything difference between him and I, really. What, 0.1%? Like, melanin? He's got black skin, I got white skin, really? That's really the big difference, really. Melanin, or whatever that word is. If you know it, you know what I'm talking about. The skin pigmentation stuff. So, get to know a coworker. And not even just that. Oh, yeah. So, two two of my other coworkers, Mike and Stephanie, they're talking. They're then they start shouting. They're they're having a little debate. They're talking about gun control. So, I go up. We're like, man, what are you guys talking about? I'm all in. I want to watch this. Mike goes, Oh, you own a gun? I'm like, No. Why not? I'm like, I don't know. I really don't. I need to own a gun. I know that. He's like, oh, so you're not an ammophile? I'm like, what is that? He's like, oh, ammophile is somebody that's sexually aroused by guns. And I go, oh, well, yeah, I do have a gun and I do like to have it in my mouth while I jerk off. <laughs> and then he's just looking at me and I go, don't, don't worry, it's not loaded. And the safety is on because obviously safety first. <laughs> um, Stephanie didn't hear me, but, you know, who knows if she did, maybe she would have left. And um, then later they're talking about masks and COVID and this, that, and the other. And he keeps on bringing up Kmart. He's like, yeah, you're not going to go in Kmart and blah, 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 and Kmart. And I tell my wife, you know, if I'm just going wherever, I'm I'm going to Kmart. And I go, eventually after like 15 Kmarts, I'm like, where the fuck is a Kmart at? I was like, I haven't seen a Kmart in like 12 years. The last Kmart I know is now we u-haul place and they just bust out laughing he's like oh i just i just use it i just i, I just say kmart <laughs> instead of walmart i just say Kmart. i'm like okay because you were really confusing me out of everything that was that was being said the whole idea notion of walking into a kmart in 2020 blows my mind and that was me literally being myself i I think they're open to it. And that's another thing. Yes, you should be sort of guarded because who knows how much people are going to understand you. But at the same time, don't stop being yourself. And if you open up to people like I did, they'll either like it and you'll be like, fuck yeah, I found my people. Or they won't. And then you might get in trouble. But yeah, but then at least you know you got to tiptoe around them fucking people. And then you just keep on searching. You keep on looking for the people in your work workplace that you can form a good relationship with. So talk to them, get to know them. That's the day. That's the message of the week. <laughs>